Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith. I'm here with my friend Todd Wagner. How you doing, Todd? Hello, friends. All right. So here's the question today. It's, a, it's another really easy one. <laughs> is there such a thing as an unforgivable sin? Is there a sin I can commi- commit that's unforgivable? Well, I got a buddy who always answers this by saying, if there was, you'd have done it. Right? Um, so I'll answer it first by saying yes. Uh, the Bible says it's appointed for man to die once, and after this comes judgment. It says, he who has the Son has the life. He who does not have the Son does not have the life. Uh, it goes on to say that you've been judged already if you don't have a Savior in 1 John chapter 5. So uh, the unforgivable sin, Rick, is dying apart from a saving faith in the one man, the one provision, uh, the only name under heaven by which men can be saved. That's not what most people are asking, though, when they say, is there an unforgivable sin? They've been reading through the Gospel of Matthew, as an example. And they get to Matthew 12. They might even see a heading that says, the unpardonable sin. And worse yet, Rick, it's written in red. Mm. <laughs> because that means Jesus said it, right? Well, he did say it. But uh, if Jesus and the Spirit and the Father are one, everything in here may as well be in red. But the Savior himself said it. In Matthew chapter 12, let me just read to you where they would get this. They're reading along, having a great day, and all of a sudden it says, He who is not with me is against me. He who does not gather with me scatters. Therefore I say to you, any sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven people. But blasphemy against the Spirit shall not be forgiven. Whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man, okay, it shall be forgiven him. But whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit, it shall not be forgiven him, either in this age or the age to come. All right, so what's going on here, and how can I make sure that I don't blaspheme the Spirit or that I don't speak against the Holy Spirit? Okay, blasphemy. What is blasphemy? Blasphemy is attributing to somebody something that isn't true. You either take away from them an attribute that they should rightly have, or you assign to them an attribute that they should not have. What's going on here in Matthew chapter 12, it is a pivot chapter, um, and Jesus is interacting with um, the people of Israel as they are watching the national leadership observe the works and words of Jesus Christ and reject his claim that he is uh, God's Messiah. In fact, what Jesus had just done is he had cast out an evil spirit from an individual, and they said, let me tell you how he's doing that. He's a devil himself. Okay, And so they are attributing the works of God to the works of the devil. And what Jesus says is, hey, listen, we got nothing else to bring you. And when this nation, he's talking specifically uh, to the nation of Israel at this time, and what he is saying is, listen, when you reject me, when your national leadership, when the religious leaders of this state um, that I've come to offer the kingdom to, and they take a rejection of the testimony of the Father, who at the baptism of Christ said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. A little bit later he said, listen to him. Um, and you reject the testimony of the Father, you, you reject the testimony of the Son about himself when he claims to be the way, the truth, and the life. And now a little bit later, Jesus is saying, if you don't believe my words, believe the works that I do, the authenticating works of Christ. And so when he does this, uh, he says, you've rejected the testimony of the Father and the Son and now the Spirit. we got nothing left to show you. All right, Anybody can claim to be the Messiah. Right? But when you walk on water, you call blind men to see and, and, uh, and the lame to uh, walk again, you might want to listen to them. You know, I, I don't get in the habit, personally, of arguing with men that have been raised from the dead. Uh, and so what Jesus is saying, i got nothing else to bring to bear. And so as a nation, you've rejected every bit of provision and revelation God can give you. We all know that the Spirit is that woos us to come to the Father. 
Um, and so in a sense, Rick, we've all blasphemed the Spirit. We've all resisted the gospel the first few times we've heard it. We've all said things about the Father we shouldn't have or the Son we shouldn't have or the Spirit is not involved in the work of Jesus. We thought that for a long time. All of us were believers. I don't know anybody the first time they heard the revelation that they were a sinner and that God was gracious and compassionate and offered his son went, well, man, where you been? I've been looking for that. We go, no, God can't be like that or I'm not that bad. It's blasphemous. And yet here we are by the grace of God. So um, what I would tell you is what's going on in Matthew 12 is a unique historical event. What you want to make sure you don't do is what the nation did. By the way, that was God pronouncing judgment on the nation of Israel in that time. But it was not God pronouncing judgment on all Jews for all time. We know that there were still some leaders, some Pharisees, and some many citizens of the Jewish state. In fact, there were the first church was all Jewish people that still came to Christ after that moment. So the unpardonable sin is uh, something that happened historically. It's not suicide. We did a whole real truth real quick on that. And um, although they should watch that. And, um, and don't be discouraged when you read that. In fact, be encouraged to repent that God is gracious and he has come to save you. Great stuff. So if you're a believer, you can sleep well tonight. <laughs> yes. This uh, isn't something you should be concerned with. Mm -hmm. And we'll see you next week on another episode of Real Truth Real Quick.